Welcome to Go With The Flow podcast. This is your host, Robin Flo. And today we're going to be talking about Ready To Love Miami. I know it's been a while, but let's just play catch up and get into it. All right, so we're going to start with the first episode. I know by now we're probably on about episode five, but you got to start somewhere. So, Ready to Love Miami, I think this is season six, episode one. Um, We start off, we meet Samson, 48, it's the first man we meet. He said he'll never pursue a woman who doesn't want to pursue him first, but he wants a woman with a body. So, okay, Samson. Um... I, I uh, I'm interested to see how Samson's how Samson plays out amongst the women in this uh batch of singles. Uh, we also meet April. She's 46. Says she knows she's fit and fine. Um, we also meet some others, including Sharice who's 43, Calvin, who's 45, Brandy, who's 35, who's a flight attendant, Alonzo, who's 56. And he seemed like he came in with the energy. It looks like he definitely, you know, colored his beard um, for whatever reason. You're 56. I know that your hair is not all black. I know it's not. And it's okay. It's okay. Like, it's okay to be salt and pepper. Like, there's a, there's, there's a whole group of women who embrace that and like you're 56 I I don't understand why you feel any kind of pressure to be something you're not basically um we also met Kadian or Kadian Kadian I think it's Kadian no Kadian I think it's Kadian and Alonzo who seemed to connect right away Tommy arrives to talk to the couples and let them know two people are going home by the end of the night. I always feel weird about this because I'm just like giving people a few hours or seven hours even. It doesn't feel like it's enough because like some people get super duper nervous and need some time to warm up and don't necessarily need to drink alcohol (laughs) to open up. And so I really feel like sometimes the one night is just, I just feel like it's not enough. Like, can we get two get togethers and then you can eliminate two people just to really, you know, just really make sure, make sure that it's real. Because sometimes when people give you a representative, like, I think that's the other thing with, with dating shows in general, you know, even in real life, people know how to sell themselves to make them seem like the best version of themselves, but that doesn't actually mean they're the best version of themselves. And sometimes it takes a while to kind of feel people out, especially if you have multiple women and multiple women, um, I'm sorry, multiple women and multiple men meeting each other. Not that they should be sharing notes, but I think two, I just think two dates would be a good opportunity to, for people to be like, okay, you know, I'm noticing things or, does he seem like he's this way with you and this way with her and this way? Like, you know, I don't know. Um, Jay. It says Jay. Maybe it's, jo- oh, I think it's Jamala. Connects with Sean and he asks if she has a passport and says he likes a woman who's well-traveled. She agrees that traveling is very important. She asked what his name, what her, she asked him what her name is and he doesn't remember. And that turns her off. 
And she said she feels he's surface level and kind of goofy, not her type. Now, him not remembering her name. I mean, I see how that could be a dig. But like, we've been here for, what, maybe three hours. We're all meeting people. Some people aren't good with names. Like, some people just are not good with names. I don't think that that should be a point against them. Although I get what you're saying. I get where she was coming from. But like, like, unless you had just said it and he forgot, which means he wasn't listening, Okay, I'm totally on board with you. But if it was a situation where you introduce himself, he's nervous, he's hot, he may be a little tipsy. There's like a lot of factors going on. Or some people just not really good with names. It like takes a few times for them to connect the face with the name. I mean, there's people that I that I'm sure you, me, anybody, you meet them and you you like them. You know, they seem cool as a vibe, whether it's friend or romantic or whatever. And unless y'all make a like a specific connection you're not necessarily going to remember them the next time you see them you might need to hear their name a few times before it's like okay now i remember who you are now there's something i that i identify with you that helps me to remember you every time i see you so you know there's that um kayla likes swayze but uh she feels he's kind of cocky and she is a, I'm sorry, he's a firefighter slash paramedic. And he says he likes to be around positivity. Swayze definitely gives, he gives playboy vibes. But I'm wondering in this moment, is he being misunderstood because his because of how he looks? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, some people act really outgoing to mass that they're shy or they're scared of being rejected or whatever. So again, this is why I think one date is not really enough in these in these type of settings. Like if you go out on a one-on-one date with somebody, you usually know after the first date, like, oh, I think I want to go out with them again or I don't. But that's because you guys are focusing on each other one-on-one not i'm floating around it's 10 10 guys 10 girls or whatever and we're all trying to figure it out that's the difference so i i'm i think swayze seems cool he does seem a little you know um kind of playboyish but i'm just wondering if there's more than what meets the eye next we have lj who connects with a few women he works it and he is um a, a singer um and uh he sings a little ditty and uh you know it was giving why why it was giving those kind of vibes giving some but not but not you know like it's giving mj but not mj it's giving wedding singer it's giving karaoke night is your is like the, the highest that you're gonna go um even though some people go to karaoke night and absolutely smash it just to flex their skills. And some people go to karaoke night because they feel they're a great singer, but it doesn't always translate, you know? So <laughs> LJ, I was like, okay. <laughs> On your island, people really was telling you, they was really pumping you up. They were, they were. I, I mean, they, they just were. Not to say you're a terrible singer, but like, okay. Um, but LJ has a six-year-old and he's talking to Shakira, who's a mom of a seven-year-old. And they said they've both been single for three years. They seem to have a good connection. And she seems to be able to look past the fact that he's younger. It seems that she's attracted to older men. And I think there's a few women on this season who are attracted to older men. Um, and I think that gets in their way. So first, uh, next we meet Trinika, who likes Justice. 
Um, he seems to have a connection with a lot of the women. I don't know. I look at Justice and I'm just like, you just seem like you're on BS. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's something about based off of what we see on TV. I'm like, eh, it's not, I don't, I don't believe it. I just don't. It's just hard for me to, I need to see more from you. Cause it's something that's not connecting for me just off of watching you. Um, he seems, like I said, he seems to have a connection with most of the women. He sits with April and they connect over kind of like past traumas of growing up without a father present in their um, household and being raised mostly by the women in their life. Uh, Justice credits having strong women his li- in his life is the reason that he did well. And he says he wasn't missing his father. And she, uh, April seems very charmed by that. Now, you know... You know, I think it's all good and well to say, like, I don't, you know, I don't need a dad. And, you know, by the time I was old enough to care, it didn't matter because I was already the man that he wasn't. And although that may be true, him specifically, there's a certain thing that we were, that we should receive in our nurturing that you would, that even though you have strong females who are going to fill in the gaps as much as they can, they can't fill in all the gaps so although you know when someone says it I get it like I uh, my father wasn't always present in my life um and that's partially because he passed away when I was young but you know it makes a difference and if I could have another opportunity to actually have my dad and like build a relationship with my dad I would have I would have wanted it you know I mean I think it just depends it depends on so many things but there's certain things that you get from your mom or your dad or your grandmother or whatever that there's always some portion that's missing. Can you be a full human without a full, full adult without it? Sure. You know, can you heal those wounds of someone abandoning you or not necessarily being there for you the way you feel like they should have? Um, it takes time, but it's possible. Um, but I just, Justice, he just, I don't know, it's something that's like almost too cocky and overconfident about him that makes me feel like this is, there's so much more that's going on here. And I'm sure we're going to find out over, you know, the next few episodes. Um, Tommy comes back to speak to the group and tells them that Calvin had a family emergency and decided to leave the journey due to un- unforeseen family issues. I think he said it was something with his mom. So that was a quick and sudden thing. I'm not going to lie. Calvin was kind of giving, you know, that he's a maybe a fluid man, fluid, gender fluid. Um, you know, I could be wrong, but that was it was kind of a slight vibe. And I just wonder if someone was about to blow up his life if he stayed on the show. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just if it was, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be in shock and guffaw. That's all I'm saying. Um, so yeah, so that's one male already out. Then we have Shakira. She wants a whole grown ass man. That's what she said. And immediately, uh, a a Swayze, this one, his insecurity shows and he starts seeming immature. He jumps in like 30 is not enough for you. And when she tries to kind of defend what she was saying, he makes a joke at her expense and that totally turns off. And I totally get that. Like, it's almost like some stuff you do in middle school or high school where you make a joke on behalf of someone who's really trying to talk about some real stuff because you're trying to deflect from whatever or you want to look cool in front of everybody else. And it's just like, bro, that's not even cool. Like, 
let me explain what I mean. Yes, I want a mature man. I want to, even if it is that I want a grown man and you don't fit that criteria, you don't fit that criteria. And if you feel like you got more to bring to the bring to the table or age ain't not, if age is not going to be something that hinders you, then, you know, like step up. But if it don't apply, let it fly. Like <laughs> if you want your stuff and even though you're 30, you're, pre- you're presenting yourself as a grown man, who got himself together that could totally change things but if you're acting like that it's kind of like okay well you just confirm what i thought anyway so boo you <laughs> boo um devin wants to connect with the ladies he's a former athlete red flag red flag just with him not all former athletes just him sharice and kadeen i mean i'm sorry my uh my notes are are kadeen kadeen I got to look up her. I, I I can't stand that I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce her name, but I think it's Kadian. Um, they ask if he has kids, and he immediately says no. And then he stops, and he suddenly remembers. It admits he has a 10-year-old, and he gives the backstory of how he was, it was conceived after a one-night stand while he was playing for the Buffalo Bills. And Cherise comforts him. And Katie holds him accountable for not putting things in place to be in his son's life. Um, Again, red flag. Although Katie really came at him hard and she doesn't know all the facts. The fact that it could even, you could even utter that you have no child that quickly means you don't have a relationship with your child, which means you probably, he had, he had a thing of, I think he felt like the person he had a kid with had bad intentions to, you know, mooch off of him or whatever. But that, even though that may be true, you still have a child out there who has your DNA and you are probably letting the things that's going on between you and the mom get in the way of you having a relationship with your son. And that's not okay. That's not an excuse. When he turns 18 or whatever, and you finally decide you want to get in, be be a part of his life, that's not going to be, something that he's going to just let fly. I do feel like Devin is like, there's something about him that's very, um, maybe like reserved or like, he doesn't give me, I'm a cocky athlete or I think too highly of myself. He actually gives kind of the opposite. Like he almost feels, it almost feels like he doesn't fully feel comfortable in who he is or he, he, I don't know. It's just, it's something but I was just like, I if I were single and someone said no that quick, I'm I have children and I couldn't imagine not mentioning or remembering, even for a moment, that I have children. Maybe I'll forget how many children I have or the age of my children at some point, because it happens. Not to me, but it I'm sure it happens. But you know, to forget your child altogether. And then, you know, basically it kind of came off like, oh, you know, well, you know, I've been trying to get in touch with him, blah, 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 blah. No. If you want a relationship with your child, you want a relationship with your child. And you probably have someone who, listen, you slept with them. It was a one night stand. It goes two ways. You know, you're an athlete. I mean, you're young. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to put all the blame on him or all the blame on her, but come on, don't act like you just laid there and she took advantage of you or something like that. Like, you knew what you were getting into. You know how babies are made. Now you have a responsibility out there in this world. And he's 10. And then the, the, I, the real reason I know you don't have a relationship is because the picture that they showed, this child looked like he was about six, maybe seven. 
So that tells a lot about where you are with your relationship with your child. And I hope that maybe seeing this or, you know, getting some feedback from the viewers will help encourage him to be brave. Maybe he's a non-confrontational person or something. I don't know. But you need to build a relationship with your child because you're out there in the world and they know you're out there in the world. And, you know, you could even have a situation where the mom doesn't necessarily paint you in the best light. And whether it be that you're scared to stand up for your responsibilities or to be held accountable because you haven't been as present or you haven't fought to have your child in your life. I'm not sure what it is. I mean, you could have some shame because you had a child out of wedlock. He didn't mention that, but 10 years old, it's, it's, it's done. I can understand if the baby was like under a year and you felt some kind of way because you always wanted to be married first. But in this situation, you knew you chose it's done. He's here and you need to step up and be present in his life. And if the mom is giving you a hard time, you got to take it to court. Uh, for, you know, that's just the way it is. But to, to just not be around, you know, you're doing a disservice to you and your son's relationship. So I hope that he, you know, works on that and and strives to have a better relationship with his child because it's not fair to the child. Okay, anyway, I'm going to step down off that soapbox. Tommy then speaks with uh, some of the ladies who say they're feeling justice. Mike, Randall, LJ, Samson, and Alonzo. And the bottom picks are Sean, Devin, and Swayze. Swayze and Sean are called, which I thought it was, I was surprised they were still going to get rid of a dude because I'm like, someone already eliminated themselves. So why not just let the guys stay? But um, when they, when they, when they, <laughs> when Tommy calls their names, they both seem kind of like caught off guard. Um, I personally didn't think Swayze was going home because of his personality. He's, he seems a little more suited for TV. Because I always feel like the producers have the final say. So I felt like between Swayze and Sean, Swayze wasn't going nowhere. Um, and Sean is indeed sent home. So that's two men lost during the first episode. Looney and Samson connects. Um, he loves her hair and her, her bright white teeth. And she's feeling him too. He's looking for a strong woman. He has a black... Um, no, I'm sorry. I think he has a black mother and a, my notes i'm sorry i think he had a black he has a black mother and a persian father darn i have to i have to look back on that because my notes are i i don't know i got them wrong no maybe he yes yeah, I, th I think he has a black mother and a persian father who passed in a car accident and you know he talks about how his mom was strong you know, and so, yeah, I think that's why he, you know, he could be one of those guys who's looking for someone to be like his mom. I'm not sure, but that's kind of what it's giving, um, which can be good and bad because I think you're naturally drawn to the characteristics of your parents or you're repelled by the characteristics of your parents. But all in all, you still, you can't make someone you can't constantly be like, well, my mom did blah, 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 blah. So da 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 Like, because you may be looking for someone who struggles so that you can be like, but you could be strong. You know, let me help you. Let me, let me be the one to be your guide and light or something like that. So I hope that's not what it's giving, but you know, guess we'll have to see. 
Sharice speaks with Mike. He's married and has three kids. They have three, they had three kids together and he's ready to slow down. And he kind of feels like Sharice is a little too uptight. I don't know how I feel about Mike. I think it's too soon to really make a judgment just off this episode, but I don't know. There's a lot of the guys that I'm like, red flag, red flag. Just a vibe. That's just something's off. Um, Randall and uh, Jamala seem to have a strong connection. They're drawn to each other very quickly. Um, they were talking and Dominica came to talk to him. Um, she kind of like interrupts or whatever so she can have a chance to talk to him. And Sharice starts talking mess about her. Talking about how loud she is and how she, how she, um, I don't know. She just, she just was giving real hater vibes. And I really feel like she thinks she's better than Dominica. I feel like she saw Dominica and she heard the loud voice and she made some biases like she's loud, she's ghetto, da 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 da. And look at me. I'm I'm lighter complexion. I'm more beautiful. I'm blah blah blah. I don't know if it's I mean what she said is what she said. So that's not an edit. But I'm just like Sharice, I'm already looking at you sideways. Like it wasn't necessary. Like Dominique is a beautiful woman and yeah, she's loud, but someone's going to love her for being that way. That's her spirit. She seems like she has a very bright spirit and really it's giving John, uh, it's giving Sharice is a hater and Dominica is actually really, really dope. Um, but yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling that. I'm like, you barely even know this woman. And just because she's, I don't know if she thought if I make a joke with the ladies, that'll help, you know, warm up our connection or let's see who's on the same page as me so we could talk mess together. I don't know, but I was not, I wasn't, I wasn't here for that. I don't like that at all. Um, Tommy meets with the men to see who they're feeling. And the men said they were feeling Kayla, Jay, Trinika, Brandy. Um, I think, I, I think it's Kayla. Looney and Shakira, but they're not feeling April, Dominica, Mike, I think made the note that he wants his woman to be seen and not heard. And I was like, oh, warning, warning. Like, what is that even supposed to mean? What are you trying to say? Like, that's so, uh, like, if you don't like it, if you don't like her, just say you're not feeling her. Like, that's the thing about sometimes with I'm going to speak on men because I guess that's what I hear most of in this society right now. Whereas men or like black men say, well, I don't want to date black women or most of us black men don't want to date black women. And they give all these reasons. And it's like, nobody's asking for that. If you don't like black women and that's not your preference, fine, go to your preference. In fact, we don't want you. Like if that's how you feel, we don't want you. But for you to like spit negativity Instead of just saying, I'm not interested, she's not my type, that's it. That's all we needed. But him adding that extra was just kind of like, ugh. It just, I don't know. And then Sharice also was in the bottom. Devin likes her, of course, because she supported him after he forgot he had a 10-year-old. Um, and I think that's the only reason he really likes her. Um, but yeah, Sharice was also on the bottom. Sharice has her name called and she was just way too cocky. Like you could tell she was like, huh, me, I know y'all tripping calling my name. Um, Do Dominica was also called in and she seemed shocked as well, but the ladies were given a second chance. I'm not sure how that works. Like, I don't know if they're planning on bringing another dude in or what, like, I don't know why they got rid of two men, but no women, but, um, 
you know, a, a lot of the men were saying that Dominica gave homegirl vibes and best friend vibes. And I was like, mm-hmm, I see. I see what's going on here. She seemed very sweet, even though she was loud and whatever. She seemed like a very kind, sweet soul. So I don't know. That was the first episode of Ready to Love. And if you listen this long, thank you so much. I know I've been gone and I've had a pattern of disappearing and it's it's not okay. But I'm, I am back. Um, I may have to take a break in a couple of months because I am expecting. But um, so that's partially why I've been a little MIA. But I'm going to do my best, like do my best, my very best to show up. And there will be more episodes um, ready of Ready to Love. Um, I think I'm just going to hold out for Real Housewives of Potomac um, when that comes out. And possibly catch up on doing reviews for Married to Medicine. I think that's all I can do. I don't, I don't want to do too much right now and you know overwhelm what I what I'm capable of doing right now so thank you so much for listening please share this with someone who loves ready to love and maybe can't watch it and wants to hear someone chat about it um and yeah if you have any feedback or you want to talk about different topics or different shows please hit me up at g-o-w-t-f podcast at gmail dot com that's go wtf podcast at gmail.com until next time y'all have a good week or a good few days because i might be putting out all these married to I mean, i'm sorry ready to love is very close together but yeah until next time y'all be good and be safe goodbye